Welcome to another episode of the Jake and Off Podcast. It's me, Jake Redpath. Uh, I'm your host. Uh, today, I am joined by none other than myself and nobody else. That's right. <laughs> I had a fun guest planned for uh, today, but they ended up having to cancel last minute. And so I just said, you know, the heck with it, dude. We'll do a throwback. We'll get back to our roots here, back to uh, when I had equipment that didn't afford me the opportunity <laughs> to have uh, other people on. Uh, that'll change again soon. Uh, I'll have somebody back here next week. I have a really, I'm really excited about my guest next week, actually. So we're gonna have a really uh, fun episode. But this week, you just get a little, you just get a little Jake. You just get a little Jake right. Huh? This is a little Jakey. Uh, I uh, yeah, I'm I'm having a good you know good week. The weather is beautiful, dude. And I'm becoming I'm getting into bikes, dude. I'm getting into bicycles. Okay, that's my new identity now. Is I'm a bicycle guy. Okay, it's happening. There's nothing you can do to stop me. I'm I'm I love it. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I did. I got a bike. It's a little, a little single speed bike, you know. I gotta, I gotta soup it up a little bit. Gotta get a road ready still, but it's a, it's a pretty nice bike, you know. I'm pretty happy with it. So once we just get a few uh, minor details sorted out, boy, I'm gonna be biking. I'm gonna be biking all over the place. Um, yeah. So I'm gonna gonna be getting into that, dude. I fucking am trying to get shredded. I'm trying to get like just absolutely cut. You know what I mean? Just like absolutely cut and and just have like a fucking totally shredded body. I did uh go to the doctor like a month ago. I talked about it briefly, I think. On the episode with my friend Dustin. I uh I technically I am pre diabetic, I learned. Um but the good news is I'm like the least amount of pre-diabetic you could be like, like, uh, you know, there's a number that is once you're above it, you're considered in that, in the pre-diabetic range. And I'm like one decimal point above that number. So, you know, no cause for alarm. Just got to make some, you know, adjustments to the old diet, to the old exercise routine and, uh, you know, just become a fucking absolutely shredded, just fucking total hunk, dude. Like I was always destined to be, you know. I've I always have viewed my body as a block of marble just waiting to be sculpted. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's all there. It's all just right underneath there, dude. And uh all it takes is, you know, just somebody uh somebody's willing to sculpt it. And uh, the only person who uh, could do that is me. So, you know, I've been, I've known that I, obviously I knew that I, I was unhealthy probably, but, um, you know, I had been avoiding actually doing anything or like taking much responsibility just because it's like one of those things where like, oh, like I can't afford to go to the doctor, so... It's not like I know for sure 
you know like there's not actually a you know no, there's no um way to know for sure if i have a if i'm pre-diabetic you know how would we know i can't go to the doctor but uh now i did i did go to the doctor and they were like yeah dude <laughs> <laughs> they're like yeah you gotta fucking uh you gotta you gotta fix that bubba you gotta fix it and so i am i'm gonna i'm gonna go start uh riding my bike to work over the summer you know it's not too far uh get some sweat going dude you know ride at other places i'm i'm dreaming big i'm dreaming big guys it's all we can do you know <laughs> uh I am like I am bummed out because I just you know as like a I I hope I've already lost I went to the doctor a little less than a month ago I've already lost like fifteen pounds just because just by not eating like complete shit all the time like just not eating like complete shit every single meal has made it so that I've lost fifteen pounds <laughs> in uh in just a few weeks so i don't think that you know i'm sure that eventually it'll get more difficult of course because that's how it works but for right now it's just fallen off of me so that's that's pretty chill things are things are moving in the right direction dude i've been eating a lot of salad i love a salad dude i've i like a salad that's the one thing that i was thinking about the other day i like you know because i'm not a picky eater you know what I mean? I'll eat anything. I love eating all the all the different kinds of food. I like trying new foods. I like eating combinations of food that I've never had before. I just like food. You know, there are some foods that I dislike or that I not that I dislike, but I just like them less than other foods. For instance, soup is one of those for me. I don't like soup very much not a big soup guy it's not that i won't eat soup or that i don't think soup is good and tastes delicious sometimes it's really good and i like it and a lot of times i mean i still am i'm not opposed to the way that it tastes and it's not like i if somebody was like you have to eat this soup it's all we have i'd be like well i can't eat that of course i can i like i i like it fine but it's just not like my first choice you know and salad's kind of like one of those things with me, but now it's just because I went to the doctor and they're trying to cancel me. <laughs> that's what I that's what I call uh, the doctor giving me my bad health news is they're trying to cancel me. <laughs> this is cancel culture. Uh, no, I uh, you know I I it's it's easy for me with the motivation of of you know if I don't turn this around then I could be really headed towards something bad in the future so it's easy for me to sort of make those healthier decisions than it was when I didn't have the actual I wasn't confronted with the actual evidence of of just how unhealthy I am besides the evidence that I've been confronted with every day of most of my life which is being overweight but um you know not everybody that's overweight is unhealthy that's true uh being overweight can uh lend itself to certain health concerns for sure 
but, you know, it also depends on other factors, dude. Your, your, you know, your history, your health history, uh, your family health history, that kind of stuff. So uh, don't take this as me being like, oh, if you're overweight, you got to lose weight. It's not like that at all. Uh, it's just that I personally have high cholesterol and prediabetes. And so it's probably the best thing for me to do to lose some weight. And I'm looking, dude, I'm going to get cut, bro. I'm going to get, I'm going to shred. I'm going to shred, dude. Block of marble. (laughs) I'm a block of marble. That's right. Uh, yeah, I just, uh, I made a bunch of salads. I pre-made a bunch of salads yesterday. I'm meal prep. I'm meal prep. Dude. Fuck yeah. Um, been drinking a lot of smoothies. Uh Uh-oh. Is he juicing? Is he juicing? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he is. Um, and, uh, you know just trying to trying to get some exercise so i'm learning too much about bikes i've been like i got like obsessed with bikes you know what i mean like that's what i that's how i that's just how my brain works like when i'm like oh like i want to do something like a specific thing you know like i want to buy a bike and fix it up so i can ride it to work or something like that i just get like obsessed with it and i can't stop do it it's like it becomes like a compulsion so like every night i've been like god dude what should i put what do, what do i need to do to my bike to to make it gooder <laughs> the answer is like not very much and luckily it's all it's all pretty cheap you know single speed bike just get some parts change them out yourself pretty satisfying dude i've already gotten pretty good at changing the tires you know changing the tires and changing the inner tubes Uh uh-oh somebody's getting somebody's becoming a little handyman somebody's a handy little man over here it's me jake Ugh. but yeah that's mostly what's been going on in my personal life guys um oh i still haven't heard back about the comet yet i check uh at least a few times a week to see if i heard anything back about the comet but nothing yet so stay tuned though i'm sure that that entire website is like (laughs) they're doing like a redesign they're doing like a redesign if you haven't listened to it a few episodes ago i did uh made a fake dating profile on an unvaccinated dating website called Unjected and they're going through a redo. They're redoing the whole thing, so it's a fun episode though. Check it out. But the comet, still don't know anything about it. Haven't looked into it myself, haven't really had the time. I'm sure that I'll get around to it eventually because I think about it all the time. I think about it constantly. What the fuck could he mean? By the comet, you know? No idea. Is it gonna is it gonna like wipe us out? Oh, you know what? Here's another thing that I gotta bring up. Listeners of the podcast, I am gonna try to figure out a few things that I wanna go do this summer. Specifically, I'm thinking like stuff as as, as in you know, going to one of the movie viewings 
that they have at the Church of Scientology in Kansas City. Or, um, you know, just things along those lines. Weird places that I want to go and see what they're like and then I'll come back and talk to you guys about it. But if you have any ideas, send them to jakin.off.podcast at gmail.com. That is jakin.off.podcast at gmail.com or send it over to Instagram at jakin.off.podcast on there. Um, yeah, dude, that's, that's something that I'm, I'm thinking about. I'm toying around with the idea. I like that kind of shit. I mean, I already did go to the MyPillow guys, uh, rally in 2021 after the election and stuff. And that was really, that was really kind of an eye-opening experience for me. (laughs) Oh, what a strange, strange time. Um, I've already talked about that before on here. I believe that it's like a really early episode. I think it's called I Love Mike Lindell. Um, it's the name of the episode, like episode four. Maybe episode five. God. Um, no, dude, but there's a lot going on. There's been a lot going on in the world, dude. The Royal Coronation. What? The Royal Coronation. Are you kidding me? Fucking bullshit, dude. It's fucking bullshit. I thought we I thought we got rid of those guys. Okay? I thought they were done for. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding, dude. I I seriously think anything to do with the royal family is fucking ridiculous. It is the stupidest shit ever. I think it, it's it's an embarrassment. Like if you're if you're from the UK and you listen to this show and you support the monarchy still existing turn off the show dude i don't want your listenership all right you are a clown okay these people are making fools of you i uh (laughs) it's just so crazy to me that it's like this backward like it's it's fucking like it's like these antiquated sort of rituals and shit and like this dude is riding around in a gold you know uh fucking carriage with horses and stuff it's like why dude take a fucking car you know what i mean like i fucking hate this it's like okay you know you want to do a coronation you got to go to the church and da 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 da. they got to read the thing tradition blah 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 but at this point, man, like, do we need the hubbub? Do we need it on the TV all day for 10 hours? I mean, get the fuck out of here. And honestly, I also think that any American that went to the coronation of the king should have their citizenship revoked. That's just what I believe, dude. That's just what I think, okay? I don't even eat at restaurants that have king in the title of the restaurant, okay? If you got king, Burger King, fuck off, okay? How about, how about try Burger King? We got rid of them, okay? How about Burger Republic? Nobody ever, you know, that's, that's the kind of fucking burger place I want, dude. Burger democracy, okay? If you're an American and you watched any 
of the Coronation Live, you should be ashamed of yourself. Okay? You should be absolutely ashamed of yourself. The king and the queen and all of their kids are leeches on society. Okay? Uh, They serve no purpose whatsoever. And most of them are at the very least sympathetic <laughs> to Nazis, <laughs> uh, if not full-blown Nazis themselves. So that is my opinion on the royal coronation, dude. People are turned up about it, though. They uh, they were, like, talking about, because, you know, Prince Harry uh, of, you know, his... You, you might know him from his book... <laughs> <laughs> where he talks about his his penis <laughs> smelling like his mom sucked his penis <laughs> but uh he uh you know he's been on the outs with them and that kind of shit it's it's people are obsessed with it they get so into it and i just think it's so embarrassing because even even you you like go on there and you see stuff when people are talking about the the royal family and the coronation and they're talking about like Oh, like I'm on Harry's side, like da 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 da. Like no, like the royal family, like like the the other ones, whoever their fucking names are. I don't know any of them. King Charles, I guess, is is the new king, but whatever fucking Harry's brother name is, Bill or something. <laughs> I think it's William. Uh, you know, they're like in a fucking disagreement. It's like who gives a fuck, dude? These are like bi- they're billionaires billionaires i mean probably even more than billionaires and honestly i don't even think that it matters what like like their level of of you know the the amount of money that they actually are worth or have because it's not just the money they're literally just propped up by the state i don't know it's just wild that you guys still fucking have that there has anybody thought of, well, I guess there was a guy who protested. He was like protesting an anti, he's an anti-monarchy protester. Respect for real, dude. Uh, honestly, that's the only way to live. That's the only way to have my respect if you're in the United Kingdom at all. Is You have to be an anti-monarchy protester that gets arrested. <laughs> <laughs> because otherwise dude you are you are a you're a you're a fucking you know you're a coward <laughs> oh you you like your little queen do you do you like your little queen oh rubbish that's rubbish <laughs> oh dude I was like looking at all this. There's like so many celebrities that go, and it's just like a weird, you know. It's like why the fuck is Katy Perry at the fucking coronation of King Charles? Like this entire, you know, thing is just so odd. It's so weird. <laughs> I fucking don't understand it. Why are they there? We shouldn't even. I was reading because I thought that you know. I was like, did the U.S. send any people to the coronation? And and I was reading that no U.S. president since the founding of the United States has attended a coronation. That's legit. But they do send, like, ambassadors and stuff. 
that's bullshit, dude. Should not send ambassadors. We shouldn't even be dealing with this guy. Okay? We already whipped that ass. Okay? You're done for. You're nothing to me. All right? We beat you with some muskets, dude. We don't even need fucking <laughs> machine guns. You know what we could do to you now? It's endless. The possibilities are endless, dude. Pedophiles. It's so crazy. I was like watching this uh, video. It's just like the highlight video that Time put together. And like you see all the dudes and, you know, the members of the Catholic Church and stuff. And they're putting on like they all have like these robes and, you know, that kind of shit. And everything's gold. And it just all looks like they're going to fucking suck some baby blood. <laughs> Yeah, dude, it all looks like they're they're just waiting for the adrenochrome party afterwards. <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. That doesn't happen. Wink. <laughs> I am I am joking though. That shit's not real. But it just it is exactly like like if you're a person who who buys into that sort of way of thinking like these types of ceremonies are like the exact sorts of things that like lend themselves to to you believing that because it's just like this overly lavish and uh you know sort of formal serious gathering and for no good reason really like for no real good reason because this guy and and his fucking wife don't mean anything at all <laughs> and so it's just like all of this shit for nothing it probably costs like i mean i have to imagine that this co this ceremony and like the subsequent concert and party and shit and like all the food and, and stuff costs millions of dollars i mean for real like it's had to have cost millions of dollars and if it didn't it's because they're like just forcing everybody to do this stuff for them which also is bad <laughs> so i don't know it's just fucking pissed me off dude i hate it i hate it and i do think that burger king should have to change their name to burger republic <laughs> I uh I did see though that uh the the lawn that they were going to have uh or the lawn like out in front of where they're having the coronation or something some guys the morning of mowed a giant penis into the lawn <laughs> in front of where they're doing it <laughs> That's what I'm talking about dude that's something there's something I can get behind. Okay? But if you're a if you're a person who watches the the coverage of the royal coronation, you make me sick. You make me absolutely sick. <laughs> it's un-American. It's the most un-American thing that you could possibly do is 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 love the royal family. All right? It's done for. I don't even, honestly, I don't even think that princess movies should be legal in the United States. I think they should be illegal because I feel like they 
uh, <laughs> they promote a sort of ideology or fantasy for, uh, you know, young girls that is just unrealistic, not because uh, of any other reason besides the fact that we don't have fucking princesses in this country. Okay? This is America. All right? Okay? All right? You hear me, Cinderella? You you heard that? Okay, we will we will fucking revolution on your ass. Okay? <laughs> uh, there's other stuff going on. We'll change. We'll. T- I'm sorry. I didn't mean to get so political, guys. Uh, here's a story. <laughs> here's a story about a lady who faked her own abduction to hide the fact that she dropped out of college so pretty interesting chloe stein 23 was found tuesday night at a residence in Jeanette, pennsylvania and eventually confessed to authorities that she made up her disappearance according to state police in pennsylvania (laughs) (laughs) so this lady is uh you know i mean she's in pretty deep shit let's be honest she's in pretty deep shit uh both legally and probably with like her family and stuff i would imagine too but she lied about uh about going to college because she had dropped out and just was overwhelmed by the fact that she was going to face this sort of um you know the truth really she's going to have to face the truth and instead of doing that she faked her own death or no she faked her own abduction excuse me oh she faked her own abduction and Obviously, the police kind of figured out what was going on pretty quickly. You know, they found her car abandoned on the side of the road. Like, that was like she texted her boyfriend and was like, I'm on my way home. Uh, but I'm getting pulled over right now. And then basically just faked that a cop had pulled her over and uh, abducted her is essentially what she did. And the uh obviously people were alarmed and then uh it it became pretty apparent that there was something afoot because they tried to like reach out to the school and be like hey you know like what what was going on with this lady like do you know anything about her like who were her roommates da 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 and they were like oh she didn't she hasn't gone here since like 2018 dude <laughs> Uh, uh, and then immediately they were like huh Uh, but they ended up finding her in uh, just like at an acquaintance's house hiding which those people will probably get in trouble too now because you know you're like harboring a lady who it was like her shit was like all over the news in that area like they were doing a missing persons thing like the community was freaked out it is fucked up. That's that's what I think the most fucked up thing about it is, is is like, you know, 
the resources wasted, of course, is like bad on on this fake sort of missing persons thing. But in addition to that, um, you know, it, it creates like a lot of like fear in a community that there is somebody who is abducting, you know, people uh from their cars and pulling them over like they're a cop fake you know this this whole narrative that she made and then uh it turned out all to be fake <laughs> and uh yeah man i mean pretty pretty fucked up pretty not chill lady so i don't know it looks like she even lied to her boyfriend about it which i wonder if her boyfriend thought that she was going to college like that's what i want to know is like how many of these people did she lie to you know what i mean like that's that's what i'm really curious about is like was it everyone in her life or there had to have been some people who sort of like knew her secret so I don't know, man. I don't know what I wonder what her plan was. <laughs> like if her if her fucking idea went off without a hitch and she faked her own abduction and then what? You know, like they never found her. The case goes cold and then she just moves away (laughs) you know what i mean like it's not like like the problem that she's running away from is that she you know isn't going to graduate college like um you know and and she had been lying about that and like that's the problem that she's running away from but like in the grand scheme of things dude it's just like that's you know that's not the end of the world (laughs) (laughs) he'll be okay probably you know like obviously it's not good to lie it's bad to lie but you know plenty of people don't go to college and are fine okay uh i'm sure that maybe there's like some pressure from her parents or you know like once once that happens like you just sort of they're probably like paying for her apartment and shit and uh yeah so I just don't understand like what her plan was after that. Like, was she just going to show up to like her family's house and be like, Hey, don't tell them I'm back. (laughs) Uh, It's just so weird. What do you do if you're that lady's boyfriend? I feel like you're like, Hey, so this is it. (laughs) It's all over. Isn't that crazy? Uh, that you, faked your own abduction to avoid being honest (laughs) about your life to your family and friends um you know i think that it it certainly resonates probably a little bit with everybody just the idea of like you know having to be honest with people in your life about you know certain things or whatever like that kind of stuff but at the end of the day (laughs) it's just like such a wild thing to like cope with that by faking your own death (laughs) and creating like a like a fucking manhunt 
uh, you know, people were just like out, like spending their time looking for her and all this stuff. God, can't imagine. She's going to get charged with like misdemeanors, which is kind of surprising to me. I feel like this is sort of a situation where you want uh maybe like a kind of a decent punishment. Like I don't I don't want this lady to go like prison or jail or anything, but let's uh you know, let's give her some hardcore community service, dude. Like let's make her go serve the community that she you know, uh, essentially, uh, you know, fucking expended the resources of for a fake, a fake disappearance. I mean, I feel like that's the only real, like, logical punishment that actually restores what she did, you know? I don't think it's good to just send her to, to jail. She ain't gonna learn nothing. It's gonna ruin her life. Uh, okay. Here's an interesting thing that's going on. In Utah, there's a bunch of porn industry, like representatives from various parts of the porn industry uh, that are suing over an age verification law. And so when I first saw the the headline, this is in the AP, it says uh, porn industry group sues Utah over age verification law. And at first I was like, what the fuck? Like, what do you mean? Like, they're not verifying <laughs> porn stars ages <laughs> already? Uh, I was like, that seems like a huge oversight. And I got to say, I'm on Utah's side. But then I, I read it and... Of course, that's not what it is. What it is is uh, Utah wants to uh, they they want to make it so that you have to verify users' ages in order for them to use the uh, the sites, the porn sites, and it's a really funny like sort of situation in a way because on the one side you have utah government officials who are conservative and they are saying if like we have to protect children from porn okay if kids see porn then it's bad for them which I mean, I, I, you know, I'm not sure that there's like super a lot of evidence to support that. I'm sure it depends on like the type of porn and sort of the, you know, I, I don't think that just the porn is is what can sort of damage the psyches of children. Do you know what I mean? Is that does that make sense? Like, like, sure, I'm I, I'm sure that if, you know, you showed a kid like some awful fucking you know insane stuff like it could have a lasting impact on them but i feel like if a kid sees just like sort of regular fucking <laughs> and you know uh somebody is like hey that's fucking <laughs> uh you know and has a responsible conversation with a the kid then it probably isn't very damaging i would imagine you know 
Um, not that you should show kids porn. Not that I think you should show kids porn. But I just don't think that it's on the porn websites. It shouldn't be the porn website that is so, like, it shouldn't be their prerogative to keep your kids off of their website. Do you know what I'm saying? It's like fucking watch your kids, you know? If you're worried about them watching porn, how about don't give them a computer if you're that worried about it? We don't need to make a law where everybody has to fucking put their IDs on the internet to jerk off. It's fucking insane. Um, yeah, don't do not do that. But I do <laughs> I do think that it's really funny because, like, that's not the, or, the organization... Um, that like the the people that are opposing this law from the porn industry like that's not really the angle that they're taking <laughs> is uh basically they're they're saying that uh the Utah's new law unfairly discriminates against certain kinds of speech and violates the first amendment of porn providers and intrudes on the privacy of individuals who want to view sexually explicit material um i agree with the the aspect that it intrudes on their privacy um you know i as far as the first amendment rights go i'm not sure that that (laughs) i'm not sure that it's it's like you know there's much protection for like showing porn to children (laughs) in the first amendment (laughs) but uh, you know an interesting argument (laughs) (laughs) it's always free speech dude they're always like this is they're violating free speech um i just don't know how strong the argument of privacy is going to work i feel like there would be a lot of benefits for people uh well not people but like entities whether they be like corporate interests or you know um government ones to have everybody uh putting their ids online if they want to watch porn you know i think that that is uh potentially a huge problem but i don't know if um any of these institutions that are going to be overseeing the debate regarding this bill are going to really take too much of that into consideration but yep they don't want to they don't want to let you show porn to kids can't do anything nowadays dude can't show anything to kids (laughs) (laughs) um nah i mean i i find myself kind of in the middle on this one because on the one hand i'm like yeah i I don't necessarily think it's good that kids have as much access to porn so easily as they you know did in the past but that's always existed to a certain extent right like there are always kids finding porn in like the woods and stuff in the 70s and shit like i feel like that's like a really common story dude i feel like that's happened to me like even as a kid like i like you know there's like a couple times where i was like in the parking lot of like a gas station or something when i was like in middle school or like a teenager and there would be like like there's like a porn dvd that had clearly fallen out of somebody's car or something and like been ran over a bunch but you're like whoa there's kind of titties on the front of this (laughs) um yeah i mean don't show porn to kids uh if kids do see porn you should explain it to them and be like don't watch that (laughs) right now 
you know, wait till you wait till you're older, kids. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, this is, you know what? Hey, dude, back in the saddle, huh? This ain't going too bad. I got one more thing. I got one more thing to, oh, I actually have two more things. So just before I go to the next funny thing, the rail workers, they got their fucking sick days. Not all of them yet, but they're working on it. I read this. Because I was kind of shocked. I definitely thought that after they basically passed the bill that makes it illegal for rail workers to strike, which I th- I don't think is like an even trade-off. They shouldn't have done that. I mean, it's still fucked up. And I disagree with the fact. So this article is in The Guardian. And they're talking about how these railroad workers uh, have been basically have reached an agreement. The unions have reached an agreement with the owners that of the four major railroad companies in the United States that they're going to get sick days. They're going to get like up to seven, I think it is, or eight sick days, um, all paid. So, uh, four of them are built in sick days and then they can take three personal days and use them as sick days. So I still don't think that that's very good. You know, like, if I'm thinking about it, like, just for myself, seven days of being sick in a year, like, that that really is, uh, you know, I it's not that I'm, like, sick all the time or anything, but, you know, hey, like, I, I certainly feel like there's, you know, got to be people who work for this railroad that, these railroad companies that are, you know, probably have like chronic illnesses or you know chronic pain stuff like that and and you know definitely need more than seven sick days a year but it's a start and i guess all of these you know all the unions are you know saying hey this is a good win you know like da 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 da. they still have not reached an agreement with um you know the non-essential employees that are required to actually operate the trains. So a lot of the people who um, are, uh, have, have a lot of the unions that have gotten the agreements with the railroad companies so far are not those employees. However, all the railroad companies and all the unions, uh, the representatives for those workers said that they're working on something. It's just a little tougher to, to, to reach an agreement on those kinds of things, but that's the full intention is that, um, you know, they plan on, uh, you know, making it, making it happen, which is good. I definitely think it's a move in the right direction in that aspect, but I feel like a lot, uh, was sort of given up in the sense, uh, that they passed legislation that sort of, you know, takes away these guys, uh, ability to bargain in the future and i i i don't know that it it was worth the trade-off but they all seem very happy and people are people are giving the the biden administration credit but you know i'm not so sure that this is something that they super want to take credit for i feel like on a surface level it seems like it's something good but i feel i feel like in the future this is going to be sort of something that we look at and be like, yeah, that's, you know, that really put a wrench in further growing the sort of movement for these workers because 
it takes away one of their most important weapons to uh you know bargain with the owners of these railroad companies and that's going on strike so just think that uh you know this article in the guardian is written oh by Stephen Greenhouse I think that it is, you know, and it, it's not necessarily that he he is praising Biden, but a lot of the quotes and stuff from various interests in here point to the Biden administration and, you know, that Biden is pro-worker and da-da-da-da-da, but I don't think so. I don't agree. I don't think that he's... You know, he's more pro-worker than other presidents that we have had, but I don't think that I would necessarily classify him as a pro-worker president. (laughs) But that's what they're saying. I say uh, skeptical at best. So, yeah, I just wanted to bring that up, though, because I feel like a lot of people, you know, myself included, that was something that, really kind of pissed me off uh because i you know i i was hoping that he was going to stick by those rail workers a little bit more and i mean lo and behold i feel like it's one of those things where it you know easily was uh you know necessary for you know, a necessary fight because look at what happened with, you know, the spill in East Palestine and, and, and stuff like that. And, you know, I mean, there's been several other spills, uh, of, you know, hazardous material in people's communities and stuff like that. And, you know, I, I think that a lot of times people don't make the connection of like, you know, these movements for these workers to those sorts of things that are happening in their communities. You know what I mean? Because the reason why those things are happening is because these rail companies and stuff, uh, you know, are, are, are not operating in a way that is supposed to be the safest. You know, they're not operating in the way that is supposed to be the healthiest for the communities that they're, you know, pushing these hazardous materials through. They're operating in the way that is, is going to make them the most money. And that means that they're cutting corners And that they're underpaying people and overworking people and stuff like that. And that makes all of these things more likely to happen because of the greed of these companies. So that's just my two cents. Um, I don't think that it is. It's a move in the right direction, but let's slow down, guys. I don't know if Joe Biden's fucking pro worker. Chill out on that shit. Uh, what else is going on? Oh, uh, you know, got some, uh, comedy shows coming up, guys. Uh, make sure every Sunday, if you, uh, are ever in Kansas City, come, uh, check out Knuckleheads down in, uh, the East Bottoms every Sunday at 6 p.m. Have a comedy show there. Got awesome lineups all the time. Comedians from Kansas City. And all over the country coming through there and doing comedy and giving you their all. And it's a great room, too. It's really cool uh, sort of vibe. So encourage you to come check it out. Uh, other than that, thank you guys so much for listening. I really appreciate it. I love you. I love you. I fucking love you. 
seriously i love you um i would love you even more if you could rate this podcast and hit subscribe dude subscribe to this podcast rank rate it give it a five-star review uh if you want to give it something besides that please don't please don't um anyways stay tuned guys uh gonna gonna be trying to do some more content and stuff like that coming up here in the future got a got a few things in the works but uh until then thank you so much for checking out janking off and i love you so much i love you okay i love you bye bye